0: Welcome to Inside Mineral Wells, the podcast that introduces you to the exciting people, places, and events that make Mineral Wells a magic place to live. Hey everybody, this is Kelly North with Inside Mineral Wells, and I'm here with Krista Sanders, who is a yoga and wellness coach in mineral wells and we're inside rickhouse brewing i think this is going to become my new favorite place to talk to people
1: (laughs) yeah it is a good place to talk to people it is
0: and it's a great place to meet people so you know after i set the microphone down i can move over to the bar and sit and have some drinks and oh
1: yeah which is how i met you right that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Very randomly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Not in the brewery, though. No. But I was sitting and eating and drinking. Yes. And meeting people. And meeting people. Right. You were still
1: very new. I was
0: very new. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You were one of the first people I made friends with here uh-huh. in Mineral Wells. Aw. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad that that's yeah. a
1: happy memory. It's a happy memory for me too. Yeah. So, I'm not even sure had I moved here when I met you or no?
0: Yeah. I was you just did coming. In a, I was still coming into town and meeting people and. I think I was sort of talking about moving here.
1: Right, you were checking it out. Yeah. You were doing, you know, the recon.
0: Yeah, the recon. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thoroughly checked it out, folks, so you know Mineral Wells has to be a great place. Yeah.
1: She had a checklist and everything. It ticked all the boxes. <laughs> That's right. um, So, yeah. 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 It was Kelly Northworthy. It, it was. And it is. It is, yeah.
0: So you, are you from Mineral Wells? No,
1: ma'am, I'm not. How long have you been in Mineral Wells? Three years. Three years. So what brought you here? Um, really, you could say kind of a series of unfortunate events, depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, during, well, okay, so we'll go back just a little bit further. Yeah. Then the pandemic. Before the pandemic, I was traveling and teaching yoga nationally at college campuses and doing motivational speaking and for a oh. media company. And um, the pandemic killed that and so my partner and myself at the time um i mean it killed his industry too he was in av and so we cashed out our savings moved to puerto rico for a while and whoa (laughs) Um, then we uh, moved back to the states got a pop-up camper and lived all over jumping from farm to farm and you know doing a A nomad yeah nomad yeah for a little (laughs) bit for we had a really great pandemic I'll just say that. We just had a really great pandemic. Um, Yeah, some people did. Yeah, and then when we ran out of money, we came back here. (laughs) And we lived with his mom, who lived in Mineral Walls.
0: You remind me of a couple named Trent and Allie. I can't remember their last names. But I first encountered them during 2020. Mm -hmm. They had been traveling around the world. Well, around South America. I'm not sure if they ever got to the rest of the world. But they were traveling South America. They were on the very tip of it. When the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and that's when I started following them, right, like right before that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of experienced that pandemic moment with them, and then they had to find their way back to the states, and they had a dog, and had, the dog had to go through. Oh, it's it's a nightmare! Yeah.
1: It's a nightmare flying with an animal. I also flew my dog yeah. with me to Puerto Rico. Now, and normally had to fly they would have back. driven
0: back, but they right. weren't allowed to cross the borders. Yeah, so they w- had to find a flight, and then of course that meant their dog had to have shots and. And all of this stuff. And a vet check. Yeah. yeah. So I watched them travel back, and then they ended up on a, I think it was his grandmother or his mother's farm. And that's where they spent most of the pandemic, there. Mm -hmm. So I kind of lived through that experience with them. So they were like these nomads, but they spent most of the time on the farm once they got there. But I watched them, like. This nomadic journey. Yeah. You know, to find a place, because they didn't have a home. Yeah. You know, they were living on the road. Yeah. So what happened to you? You were, you didn't have a home. You were living on the road. So... Yeah. When did you actually land on a place to stay?
1: Uh, So that was December uh, 2020, I believe, whenever we just kind of had a meeting and things weren't working out on the road, and we were like, well, where are we going to go? What are Mm -hmm. our options? And uh, my partner at the time said, well, you know, my mom has two spare bedrooms uh, at her house in Mineral Wells. So that's where we ended up.
0: So it was just a matter of finding a... Roof to put over your head.
1: Well, yeah, and at first, uh-huh. at first, that's and so actually that very same week, um, mm-hmm. I came here to the Crazy Water Hotel. I had posted an ad, so. Um, uh-huh. I had this idea for growing food for people. Uh And so I posted an ad on Facebook um, that I had made, you know, just like a little canva thing and um, was like, you know, make sure that you are in control of your food uh, supply and it was about food sustainability and whatnot. And essentially my partner and I would go and do like a garden install. Right. So I just Mm -hmm. posted this on Facebook and Cody Jordan uh, reached out to me and was like, hey, um, we're trying to put together a community garden. You should meet uh, this person. You should meet this person. You should meet this person. Mm -hmm. And that same week I met her and Ty Silva Sailor here at the Crazy Water Hotel. And it was just, it was a shell. So the very first week that I moved here, I was already also just like you Mm -hmm. um, meeting people and wanting to be involved. So that was the day that Let's Go Crazy was born. Actually, so um, Cody took Ty and I on a tour of the Crazy Water Hotel and told us all the plans for mm-hmm. it. And um, then she took us on a ride in her brand new car, but she had just gotten that car like the day before. So, wow! Yeah, <laughs> the car I think it's the car that she's still driving now. So <laughs> uh, she took us down the street to the lot where Let's Go Crazy is now. I was like this is where we're envisioning this space, and this is mm-hmm. where um, you know. Uh, Randy may donate this to the cause, and uh-huh. then come to find out he did donate it to the cause. And Ty Silva Sailor is still, you know, my best friend. Um, there was a really cool unfolding of events through mm-hmm. um, that very first week and that very first interaction. I just knew that there was very, something very special about Mineral Wells.
0: So you helped found Let's Grow Crazy.
1: Yes, ma'am. You see.
0: I learned something new. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, uh,
1: I've been very involved since the very beginning uh-huh. and my involvement um, has waned and then, you know, uh, I've been more present and then some mm-hmm, not because mm-hmm. I'm trying to represent so many different aspects of wellness.
0: So we first met when you were working at Pasta Phoenix.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> were you doing that then? N- uh, the Let's Go Crazy thing? Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you were already involved in that. You were just still kind of doing the Pastafina thing. And then you went on to work for Bankhead. Yeah. So when did you leave all of that and start off on everything else that you're doing, the yoga? I'm sure you were doing yoga back at Pastafinas, right?
1: So, no. Everyone knew that I taught yoga Uh and that they could talk to me about yoga and everything. But I went through this whole... Really unfolding um, in my own journey, and I was still very much doubting my abilities and doubting what God put on my heart, and mm-hmm. um, I was just kind of not exactly promoting it, but also not really hiding it from anybody that uh-huh. that's what I did and that's what my expertise yeah. was. Um, and so when I decided to say, okay. This is enough. Like, I love the people who own the wine bar, um, the Burkhalls and the Kissingers, and uh, the people who own Pastafina. They were all very lovely people, but mm-hmm. I decided that, you know, I have spent money on an education. I have thousands of hours ex- of experience, um, you know, utilizing that education yeah. and helping people. And I felt like I was doing myself and this community a disservice by not representing those aspects of who i was and right. then representing and offering those aspects of wellness to the people of mineral wells so you left
0: those two because you wanted to follow your heart mm-hmm. and did you did you start let's grow crazy first or had you started the your Pavlov uh, pav yoga Uh, Let's Go Crazy was first. So the
1: very first meeting for Let's Go Crazy was officially January. um, I think it was 7th, 2021. And um, that was, yeah, that was first.
0: And we were still in lockdowns.
1: Technically, yeah. We were uh, yeah. the picture that we have. We're uh-huh. all wearing masks and um, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything was pretty still, pretty serious still.
0: Yeah, it was pretty serious. But you were also outdoors too. Yes. So
1: well, this though, that very first meeting was uh-huh. here at the Crazy Water Hotel in the the meeting room up on the oh, second floor. yeah. <laughs> so did y'all hit, have eight feet apart? <laughs> uh, so we didn't we didn't uh, do the social distancing thing exactly, but uh-huh. we did come in and sanitize everything before uh-huh. everyone got there and uh, sanitized everything after everyone left. It's probably a
0: good idea any time.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so you started Let's Go Grow Crazy. At what point did you start the
1: Pav, I can't even say this, the Pav Yoga? So I started teaching for Allie back in November this past year. Um, before that, I was just taking clients one-on-one through um, a private studio that I had access to. And uh, it's actually a little bit of a funny story that they did the best of the best for Palo Pinto County. Mm -hmm. Um, And before I worked for Allie, I won best yoga studio for Palo Pinto County. What? Yeah. And I wasn't even teaching group classes. I was just offering one-on-ones and uh, sound baths and stuff. So then after that, um, so we had, we found that out while I was working for PAV Yoga and uh-huh. uh, had a good laugh about it. But and it, it's not a competition whatsoever. Uh-huh. Um, but I so I had been working there since November. And is PAV Yoga a type of yoga? No. Uh, so PAV is just a brand okay. for um, and it, it means peacock in Czech. Uh-huh. Uh, so and the peacock represents so many things um, spiritually and in Christianity and. A lot of actually, a lot of different theologies. Um, so for Ali, I think um, it's something special to her and her heritage ah, okay. and her lineage, whatever See, lineage. See, this shows comes you from.
0: how much I know about yoga. I'm sorry? Said so that shows you how much I know about yoga. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that was just, you know, a name. I thought it was a type of yoga. Are okay. there types of
1: yoga? Uh, absolutely. Oh. So the, um, the yoga that I am initiated in, educated in, is Kriya yoga. And uh-huh. Kriya is Sanskrit for action. Um, so Kriya yoga is the mother of, you know, Kundalini yoga, sort of Ashtanga yoga. Um, and Ashtanga is the father of Vinyasa yoga, the Vinyasa yoga that you know today. Okay. So, yeah, there are many different lineages and types of okay, yoga. Okay, so
0: I wasn't far wrong.
1: No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I, actually, if you ask the right person, they would tell you that everything is yoga. So, hmm. Uh, the, the word yoga actually means uh, union. It means to yoke uh-huh. uh, the joining of the self and uh, the spirit.
0: Hmm, maybe I need some of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we all do. I'm, I'm we, out of control. We definitely all do. <laughs> I teach it, and I need it, so. <laughs> <laughs> what about your, uh, what's the name of the apothecary that you the started? Un- underground apothecary, yeah. And what do you do with that? So, um, the other element of my education is mm-hmm. in Ayurveda, and which is herbal remedies. Uh, mm-hmm. In short, very, very short. Um, it is the oldest science mm-hmm. of medicine that there is. I know that is. much. Uh, and it is... Um, applicable in so many ways. I use a lot of those foundations and principles whenever I am um, assessing someone for a treatment for one-on-one. What can I do for them energetically, mm-hmm. spiritually, mentally, physically, all of those things. I use those Ayurvedic principles um, and apply them. And then I started noticing a pattern of um, imbalances that were easily remedied by very common <laughs> herbs uh-huh. and which are best consumed as a hot tea. So I started uh, just I bought a bunch of herbs uh, mm-hmm. from MountainRoseHerbs.com, and I started mixing and blending my own medicinal tea blends and offering them to my clients, and then selling them as well.
0: Really, yes. you mix your own? Yes. So you don't go and say you need this, and then recommend a tea. You're no, actually no. making the teas, or custom making the teas. Yes.
1: Wow. Yes.
0: And how do you? How do people? How how do you deliver those to people? Is in little packets or a little container or
1: so yeah, I um, I just stuff loose leaf tea that I have, you know, measured out and um sometimes I do that custom for people and sometimes I do that in batches as in I'll mm-hmm. be at the farmers market tomorrow and I'll have made batches of tea that can be served hot or cold right mm-hmm. um, but for my clients whenever they would have specific health concerns um, and then reach out to me for assistance with them which is a very important distinction I wouldn't just recommend hey you need this right, right. I would definitely wait to be approached um, hey this is bothering me this is bothering me right. this is bothering me and then offer a solution Um, so for them, I do very custom, uh, blends of teas.
0: Yeah. I started drinking Breathe Deep by Yogi Mm -hmm. when I was having some upper respiratory problems Mm -hmm. and someone recommended that. And I loved it so much. I started looking into their other, um, teas and, I just started buying some, I mean, yeah. just for different things,
1: oh yeah, uh, I mean, it is amazing what yeah. nature has available for us um, and just the healing powers of. Our bodies, Mm -hmm. whenever we combine that with the healing powers of the earth and what's available to us, it's, um... And there's no side effects. There's no, I mean, (laughs) there's no side effects. There are cautions and contraindications, you know, for certain medications. And I'm not one of those yogi hippie people that's like, uh, Western medicine. Like, if you, (laughs) if you are sick, probably go to the doctor. Right, right, right. (laughs) Um, uh, Especially... If you're running a fever or something like that, and acute fever I can treat with herbs and stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, a bacterial infection, please go to the doctor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please don't approach me thinking that I can cure yeah. <laughs> a bunch of ailments uh, with tea.
0: And there was one that I was drinking that had chamomile in it. and mm-hmm that was helping me sleep but then uh, things got so out of control like that th- it didn't help anymore yeah i had to have something stronger
1: yeah you need a good nervine agent
0: really yeah well i wasn't taking um i wasn't taking any drugs i was just taking right. a stronger you know i so don't remember what it was
1: in tea um <coughs> mm-hmm. you can get nervous system suppressants and uh-huh. uh, nervine agents and alkaloids uh-huh. from you know a number of different plants that would help you in uh, in getting some good rest when paired with chamomile, such so as like damiana, skullcap is uh-huh, a really great uh-huh. one, passion flower. Um, I think this
0: one had passion flower in it. Yep,
1: passion flower is a really great. But there were genera.
0: multiple things in this, mm-hmm. but it was it was much stronger than whatever I was drinking from Yogi. Yeah, and I don't know if Yogi had a stronger one. It's just that someone else recommended something else that had more and at that point I was willing to try anything yep. so
1: that is the benefit of having access to your herbs <laughs> you can if yeah. you can't sleep I can just make me a straight up passion flower tea <laughs> and knock my ass out <laughs> and uh, yeah I don't have to worry about what yogi has right. in their tea right. bag, you know yeah
0: And you have it there on hand. I I would run out and forget to order, and it would take days for it to come.
1: Yeah. Well, now you know. Now you can just come to me. I I have these herbs on hand all the time. So.
0: Okay, 2 o'clock in the morning, I'll be not... Oh, no. Gonna, <laughs> no, 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 none of that, huh? Nope, the
1: apothecary <laughs> closes promptly at 6 p.m.
0: <laughs> so when did you start the apothecary in relation to the, the Let's Grow Crazy and your yoga? What, um, or all that come together?
1: So it's all just been coming together. These are all just different aspects of mm-hmm. wellness that um, I have, you know, experience and expertise in, education in, and... Um, it, so I started Underground Apothecary back in December, this past December. Okay. And I ha- I birthed the brand, and I'm really proud of the logo, and then I had that... Um, I actually don't even know if you know about this, but I nearly died. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. In January. That was um, pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah, I had a cyst rupture on my ovary, and I bled internally for nine hours. That's how long I fought it. Okay, no,
0: no. I didn't know that long. Yep. What do you mean that's how long you fought it? So I... Were you in the hospital at that point? No. So I was just very
1: dismissive of my own pain and uh, was like, no, this is just my period starting or something and, um, tried to sleep and, you know, made myself something to help me sleep, slept for a Mm -hmm. little bit and, uh, woke up the next morning and knew something was very, very wrong and, um, had Ty and Matt come pick me up and take me to the hospital and, uh, the hospital was, and I do a lot of work with the hospital so Mm -hmm. that, um, it was really funny because, uh, I was like a little mini celebrity in there. All of my clients kept popping their heads (laughs) in to check on me and stuff and, um, so they were very, very prompt in, uh, uh-huh. you know, taking care of me. And within an hour and a half, I was in the operating room. Um, yeah, and they had uh, stopped the bleeding and, uh, saved my life. So how
0: long were you in the hospital?
1: Not even 24 hours. What? Yeah. Barely 24 what hours. what did you do? Just
0: get up off the table and walk out. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for stitching me up. Yeah, guys. Thanks, guys. I'll be seeing you see later. will
1: <laughs> <laughs> see I'll see you at yoga next week, actually. <laughs> <laughs> is this when you started the trauma yoga? No, so I, I started the trauma yoga back in 2016. So I got certified um, as a trauma, trauma-informed trauma yoga teacher. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you can't say therapist, but the certification or the accreditation is trauma-informed yoga therapy. Okay. And that's 65 hour, um, additional hours of training that I went oh, through. Oh,
0: gosh, yeah. I had no idea there was so much yeah, involved. in
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have training. about 500 hours of wow. um, training under my belt for for of various yoga things and uh, it's pretty fun stuff and Ayurveda of course. But um,
0: so were you able to apply this trauma yoga f- for your own
1: case? Now that is a, a great question. You can. I have. I outsmart myself. So because I know mm-hmm. all of the tricks and. Ways that you can soothe the nervous system and regulate a nervous system during times of stress. Uh-huh. Um, I did struggle utilizing my own tools uh-huh. on myself after that near death experience. And the interesting thing is that it's true that the body does keep the score, right? Yeah. So my body was still registering that something was very, very wrong. Like mm-hmm. someone has cut us open and, you ah, know, jolted us around. Interesting, yeah. And I was having anxiety attacks, like really bad panic attacks that would just come on out of nowhere. And um, just an alarm system was going off oh, uh, yeah. on repeat. Uh, so, and I, I, can relate I to that intellectually. Yeah. I know how to deal with those things. And, and professionally, I help people through those situations right. often. Um, but applying it to yourself mm, <laughs> is yeah. rather tricky. So I, I asked for help from other practitioners. Uh-huh. Um, so I was seeing uh, a chiropractor quite regularly, and I was doing everything I could to take care of myself uh-huh. uh, while knowing that I could not take care of myself does that make sense? I had to ask for help.
0: Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, that, and that is ultimately what got me through that. So, and, but I mean, my body is completely different, honestly, between you and I, and we can keep this in here or not, but, um, Mm -hmm. my body has changed significantly and I've lost a bunch of weight Mm -hmm. and, uh, my body is still registering that something significant, um interesting had happened yeah I mean it changed my metabolism um it changed
0: wow a bunch
1: I feel like it it aged me (laughs) a couple of years at least yeah it was um and so I lost two pints of blood and it's a lot it's that's a lot of blood and so it's just enough to not need a transfusion
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um so they let my body bounce back pretty naturally after that so mm-hmm. i went through anemia which causes worse panic attacks and uh, mm, a yeah. series of dietary changes so i haven't eaten out like fast food not uh-huh. even a restaurant restaurant in months because of that because my it changed my digestive system it changed so wow. many things and i had to quit drinking soda like the slightest bit of caffeine would you know raise my oh yeah heart rate I can relate to that
0: that's why I gave up caffeine yeah. I didn't even have a trauma to my body yeah yeah <laughs> except yeah. for the trauma I inflicted myself by drinking caffeine all yeah. the time
1: yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so it it really came down to being able to flex those tools mm-hmm. um and implement the practices that i preach. <laughs> you know? right, everybody's right. always like, you know, practice what you preach, practice what you preach. Yeah. Um, but, was, do. but was I practicing what I preached? I don't know. Right. Uh, and now I feel like I'm walking the walk. I'm talking the talk. I'm mm-hmm. eating fresh foods. I'm, you know, monitoring the what's what goes into right. my body um, and being a lot more dedicated to making sure that my cup is filled before I share my energy with other Mm -hmm. people because after that incident I just don't have it in droves to share (laughs) yeah yeah
0: this will make you a better coach
1: yes absolutely absolutely it is it's funny how how that works Um, Mm -hmm. you have to be a good student to be a good teacher right that's true and sometimes life uh, will remind you real quick that you are, <laughs> yeah. you are still a student. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: good point. Yep, yep, yep. Good point. So, trying to remember what the next question was, I wanted to ask. Oh, how is? I just mentioned trauma yoga. How is trauma yoga different from other n- yoga?
1: Oh. Um. I'm going to try to give you a short answer here. Yeah, don't get
0: too complicated because it'll go over my head.
1: <laughs> it, so um, the institution where I got that accreditation is mm-hmm. called Sundara Yoga Therapy. It's run by a biochemist named Genevieve Yellen mm-hmm. and she loves teaching the applied neurology of, applied and functional neur- neurology as it applies to yoga and hmm. the techniques that we use in yoga. So the short answer is that it is using um, applied and functional neurology to understand the different stages of trauma that are present in someone's body as it pertains to them showing up to a group yoga class or a one-on-one session, mm-hmm. um, and then adapting. So it's it's really about adapting, adapting the yoga practices to an individual. This is this
0: a relatively new? field for yoga or has it been around a long long time you mentioned back in 2016 right when you took your training
1: yeah so um that that also has a very long answer because there are pioneers in this field mm-hmm. uh Dr. Bessel van der Kolk uh, Dr. Bessel yeah van der Kolk is the how you say his name he is the mm-hmm. author of the body keeps the score and he was pioneering this research uh, Mm -hmm. back in the 60s, right? So he was applying uh, in 70s. um, He was doing a lot of research and noticing that these war veterans had these common themes, right? The shell shock is what they had deemed the term for trauma, for post-traumatic stress disorder at the time. And um, it is still a relatively new area of study. It Mm -hmm. is definitely trendy, you know, um, and there are a lot more practitioners over the last five years than there were whenever I very first got accredited. Um, So, yeah, I feel like, yeah, yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no.
0: Well, having applied it to yourself... How effective do you think it is? Oh,
1: it's extremely effective. Yeah. <laughs> it's extremely effective. Um, when you get down to breast tacks, uh, mm-hmm. uh, trauma is stored in our muscle tissues and in our nervous system. Our nervous system is what needs to be regulated after a traumatic event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and without getting too sciency there, um, ch- chronic stress and trauma alter the chemistry uh, in the body and in the brain and in your endocrine system. Interesting. Uh, until you regulate until you know how to make the pendulum swing in the opposite direction, Mm -hmm. Um, the body is always after that trying to achieve allostasis or homeostasis, right? Mm -hmm. So it's constantly trying to correct uh, after said chronic stress or traumatic event. Um, And whenever you understand it in black and white Mm -hmm. and stop you know, attaching a story to it and you just look at it for the science of what it is, regulating your nervous system mm-hmm. will, is, an, will be, is currently and will continue to be the leading, um, area of research and study for, uh, neurologists, uh, body practitioners mm-hmm. like myself, um, and, uh, psycho, you know, psychoanalysts right, or people right. who have, um, what is it? psychiatry or psychotherapy mental health mental Hmm. health that's mental health that's the way that's how you say it so it will be the the thing that people are studying in mental health development uh for the next
0: you know i just i don't know i guess it was on a podcast there was a guy who was in a movie i think it was mrs doubtfire he was in a movie with robin williams okay And I think that was the movie he was talking about. I think he was a kid in the movie. Mm -hmm. I never watched it, so I'm just going by what was on the podcast. And um, he said that he ran into Robin Williams, you know, his trailer. And most people left Robin Williams alone when he got off the set and went in the trailer because that was his space, you know. Mm -hmm. But he didn't know any better because he was a kid and he ran in and Robin Williams was, like, falling apart. And... He turned to this kid, and he told the kid, he said, you know, they got me off of cocaine. I'm free of that. But I swear, kid, it's changed my body chemistry. I am not the same anymore. Do you
1: think this kind of trauma yoga can help people in those situations? 110%. I have seen people at their lowest low, and I'm talking about parents who have lost children, Mm -hmm. um, people who are struggling through the throes of addiction, and... um, Literally, just the rock, rock bottom. Mm-hmm. I have seen what applying those principles and technologies, uh, mental health technologies mm-hmm. to them, has done, and it completely transform the, transforms the person uh, because they feel in control again. Mm-hmm. By understanding how and when to regulate your nervous system, mm-hmm. it it gives the practitioner, somebody who is practicing these things, this newfound feeling of power right. after so long feeling helpless. Yeah, yeah. So it really, um, it gives people autonomy and sovereignty
0: yeah Uh, i can relate
1: and uh so it's not and that's not something that only i possess that's not something that um i am a master of by any means but that is the very black and white of it is that regulating your nervous system and knowing how and when to do so can absolutely and would absolutely perform miracles
0: yeah and you know from experience not knowing what to do Mm -hmm. you you feel out of control that just adds to the stress oh absolutely and once you know what needs to be done. Even if you're not the one that has the power to do it, you know what needs to be done. The stress level goes down. Yep. I mean, because when my mother was sick, she had some sort of bacterial infection running through her body. And I don't know why she wasn't getting help from the doctors. I honestly don't know. I was working full time and I was like, what the heck's going on? Why, what's in my My mother actually had to hand me the paperwork from the doctor's office because she couldn't remember what the bacterial infection was called. And I looked at it. I took that little piece of knowledge, just that piece of knowledge, and went into Google and found out that she could, I found out some sort of things like cauliflower. I can make. Rice out of cauliflower, mm-hmm. almond milk, and all these things. We started feeding her, and it cleared it up. And it's like, what the oh, heck? Is why, did, why were the doctors not doing this? Why me, who has no medical background whatsoever, doesn't have any kind of training like you? I was the one who had to fix the problem, but it brought my stress level down because I had You're some useful. knowledge and I applied it, and it was helping her. Yes. Before then, it was just like, what the heck's going on? Is you know is is and this not, not curable? Is she going to be like this all the time? So, and the, yeah. knowledge
1: that uncertainty and doubt in and of itself is a form of trauma, right? So it, trauma is <laughs> defined. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can admit to that. It you, was traumatic. Yeah, trauma is defined as you're scared. helplessness. Yeah. As a feeling of helplessness. And you can reduce that down yeah. to the most common denominator. That's what people will tell you is yep. it's helplessness. So even whenever you're facing something like an illness of, you know, your parent or an illness mm-hmm. of a friend and you are looking at something with you're completely unequipped and you don't know what to exactly, do, Exactly. Yes. that in and of itself is scary and traumatic. The body still registers that the exact mm-hmm. same. It's still helpless. Yep. Um, so let's validate that first and foremost. But then whenever you are able to turn those feelings of helplessness into utilization of knowledge uh-huh. and skills... Uh-huh. Um, you create a new synapse in the brain, uh-huh. and it allows you to transcend. That um, it allows a release, so to speak. It's a somatic release of the helplessness, and wow. yeah, it's really, really cool. Our brains are cool. Our bodies are so cool. Wow. God designed us.
0: Well, I have to tell you to be well. When my mother first started feeling better, she had my dad buy me flowers. Oh, and she was in tears thanking me, and it's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, this made a dramatic impact on her. Aww, I mean, almost immediately st- she started feeling better. Yeah, and we just kept at it and kept at it, even though it was a lot of work because you can't go buy cauliflower rice; you have to make the and dang you have stuff. To make it, yeah, and it seems like I had to make I had to make homemade applesauce. I don't know why I couldn't buy. It was some ingredient in the store probably the sugar
1: yeah the fructose yeah
0: and so i had a homemade so i had i learned how to make homemade applesauce and i am not the kind of home cooking kind of girl oh i am
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you do you have to do what you have to do you do uh and another great point to make and how this all ties together is food is medicine Mm -hmm. the food that we are exposed to um in the united states like oh yeah there are so many ingredients that are legal here that are illegal in other countries yes
0: I saw a woman on a, a video on I think on TikTok yep. and she was just she had moved to the United States no she had moved from the United States to like the Netherlands and she was just like shocked in the difference oh, in the food and,
1: and they, they lose weight and they yes, feel better yes she said she lost weight she so, felt better And and for all of you wondering what the secret to my weight loss has been, it's not just this traumatic event. (laughs) I have been making my own bread, making my own pasta, making my own dinners, like everything that I can make from scratch. I make from scratch and try to prep it ahead of time. And that also saves me money on my grocery bill. Mm -hmm, And. mm I live a very carb-rich life. I love my carbs. I love my starches. I love my sugar. It's just not processed. As long as it's not processed, right? So having access to things like fresh pasta, which Mm -hmm. I'll be selling at the market tomorrow and will be continuing to sell under an apothecary brand because Uh Uh it is something simple and fast that I can make that can help people, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it is just such a good food. It's such a good, warm, comforting food Mm -hmm. and it's medicine. It has five ingredients. The pasta and the breads that you get at the grocery store have, I know the pasta has at least nine and that Mm -hmm. your average loaf of bread at the store has 27 to 32 ingredients in it. And those are both five ingredient, four ingredients things to make. Are you serious? I'm 110 You mean if I serious. just had four or five ingredients and in,
0: probably ingredients are going to be in the kitchen Already. anyway? Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Eggs, flour, salt, water, oil for both.
0: But what kind of flour do you use? Because this is flour use,
1: processed? Uh, so I just use regular all-purpose flour. Really? Uh, yeah. And I sanitize it. The
0: way my grandmother used to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> right. And I make really, really good biscuits by the way. Like Wow. I don't want to brag, but I have had them called the county fair biscuits. So really, yeah, and that was by my ex mother in law. So that was that was a true compliment, <laughs> right? <laughs> that she she said uh, that they would win a ribbon at the county fair. Wow! But, yeah, I was like, oh, thank you, Man. That's really sweet. And
0: I love a good biscuit. Oh,
1: me too. Me <laughs> too. I love biscuits and gravy, and uh, so <clears throat> I have. And being very intentional with my diet Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the things that I put into my body after that event and trying to walk that walk and talk that talk. And if you're going to talk about it, be about it. Uh, Right. And food is just another one of those ways that um, you can utilize your own intelligence Mm -hmm. and stop the victim cycle, right? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. we can be a victim to our circumstances all day long. But the reality of that is that we can, we have a choice. We get to choose. That's true. So we get to choose what we put in our body. We get to choose the quality of our thoughts, the quality of our life, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, And if anything, that near-death experience has taught me or reminded me to um, embody that autonomy and sovereignty over myself and see myself as worthy of being well.
0: It's a good thing to think about. Yeah. 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 I think I've sort of been thinking about that, but from a different
1: sure, experience
0: yeah. just because, well, you know, I think it was also because I'd been kind of through trauma myself, mm-hmm. but taking care of my parents. Mm-hmm. And then of course 2020 just made things worse because any anytime they went to the hospital, the hospital's rules were completely different mm-hmm. sometimes. Oh, and it, d- it d- depended on who you talk to oh, sometimes. Sure. Oh, Somebody's already been in to see them today, so no one else can come in.
1: Bureaucratic. It's like,
0: what, what difference does it make how many times people go in? One person, one person could have COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you let the COVID person in, but didn't let the non-COVID the, person. The in. non-COVID. It just didn't yeah. make any sense. And then sometimes you go up there to pick them up. They say, okay, they've been released, and you go up there. You couldn't even go in. Yeah. The doors were locked. You'd have to knock on the door mm. of the hospital. Yeah. And other it's times you go up mindset. there and. Um. Like I dropped my dad off to see my mother I wouldn't be allowed in at all Even to wait in the waiting room mm. So I'd be sitting out in the car in the cold And I didn't want to run the engine mm. You know, because I had no idea how long he was going to be in there yeah. So it was traumatic So yeah. I kind of, after all that, I'm just kind of like you I want some autonomy over me I want to be thinking about me now Yeah I, I, it sounds selfish, but you know what? It's, it's kind of like when you're on an airplane and they tell you when when the oxygen's the, ca- the yes. oxygen's sucked out of the cabin and the little mask come down. Put the mask on yourself first, yep. and then you can start helping other people.
1: Yep. So, and and most people feel that way. Whenever I very first bring up this idea of mm-hmm. putting yourself first, it's one of the it's one of, it's part of the system of um, coaching that I Mm -hmm. use is, and so I call it being selflessly selfish. So Mm. whenever you are nourished, Mm -hmm. you are then able to help more people more effectively. You are then not depleting your, your resources to help other people or, and then it's like the old saying, like you can't pour from an empty cup and just like the airplane that's true you you have to save yourself first if you're going to save somebody else mm-hmm. so um is it selfish or yeah. is it the most selfless thing you can do it's a paradox isn't it <laughs> i love a good paradox <laughs> i actually was on another podcast uh with my friend wade spradlin about paradoxical mm-hmm. uh conversations is what we were calling it uh-huh uh and
0: so what are paradoxical conversations
1: Uh, Psychologically, it's cognitive dissonance and um, (coughs) this disconnection between knowing that something is good for us, Uh but then not feeling worthy enough to implement that practice. That's paradoxical, right? Um, And we were talking about, in that context, uh, the paradoxical um, relationship between um, what is good for us and then implementing what we know is good for us, right? Uh So, uh, and that doesn't sound paradoxical to begin with, but it it is quite the paradox because you can, Uh as I said earlier, you can understand something intellectually, but then not be able to implement it practically, right? And so that's a paradox in and of itself. Um, And then the added layer of cognitive dissonance um, Uh and then disassociation with the body. So those, that, those two work together to keep you unwell.
0: Disassociation with the body.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's a form of leaving your body or? A
1: disassociation as, is defined as um, being numb, that feeling of. Um, so most people, if I asked you right here, right now, to mm-hmm. feel your hands and your feet, mm-hmm. you would have this realization of, <gasps> I haven't felt my hands and my feet in a while (laughs) and that's that's this association hmm that sounds like I can't remember what
0: it was called there was a name for it but the first time I went on a cruise I came back and I don't remember what it was called some neurological something or other that when I would walk straight I felt like I was leaning to the right Mm -hmm. So I would put my hand out against the wall to keep myself from falling over, but I was perfectly straight. And normally when you, when you reach for something, you don't have to look at it because you know where it is. Like this bottle of water sitting to my left. I don't have to physically look at it and make sure my hand wraps around it. I can just reach over and grab it. Right. Because my brain knows where my hand is. My hand knows where my brain is. But something happens to me when I get out on the water and I completely, I'm out of sync yeah, my brain and my limbs aren't synced together. And the worst part is the better you get the worse it gets. Yes. Because you think it's it's you're okay, mm-hmm. but you, all you have to do is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction off and you're going to knock the bottle of water over.
1: Yes. So <laughs> and that that neurological sequence of events is called a schema. So think about what schema means. It means originator or original, I think, Uh is the Latin um, root of that word. And that means that your brain has to measure how far away is the water and how Mm -hmm. much force do Mm -hmm. I use to grab this water, right? So that's communication from the back of the brain to the front of the brain. To just to perform that one simple task that takes a, a fraction of a you second. You never
0: even think about it. You never
1: even think about it. But
0: unless you get messed up
1: like I did. Well and here <laughs> and herein lies your issue. Uh-huh. The communication from the back of the brain to the front of the brain becomes disrupted by the middle, right? The the neocortex. Uh-huh. Well the region. The neo region. Um so <clears throat> The vestibular system, so your ears. Mm-hmm. Um, people store a, so much trauma and stress in their inner ear, which is why I offer sound healing and sound baths as well. Yes, it is quite neurologically interesting. So um, you can release that trauma uh-huh. through binaural music, such uh-huh. as you know, being in, in an in-person sound bath, or you can do binaural beats. Um, just look it up on Spotify. You can do EMDR, which is accessing that inner ear through the ocular nerve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then you have um, access to it through the mouth. So you can hum, you can hum and um, you can heal it in a mm-hmm. bunch of different ways. And for some people, it's very different whenever they're out on the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would almost put money on the fact that you you do still struggle with balance and a little bit of coordination even on land.
0: Um, yeah, I have a vertigo. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the vertigo didn't manifest itself until maybe seven years ago, and it had been years since I've been on the cruise. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, and I think it's related to allergies because anytime I get any kind of uh, the least bit, you know, mucus buildup or inner ear imbalance, my yep. vertigo just... And it's weird because sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's not bad. Sometimes it's when I t- look to the left. But I'm okay looking to the right. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I can't look up. Oh. But I can look down. Yeah. Or vice versa. I, I can look, you know, I can't look down.
1: Yeah. It is definitely related and, to And when it's really,
0: too. really bad, it's just I can't move it in my head at all.
1: Oh, Kelly. <laughs> what a thing. That's I know. quite a thing to struggle with, love.
0: Well, i fine if I if I'm paying attention Mm -hmm. and I do what I'm supposed to do maybe this is a paradox thing Uh if I take my allergy medicine the Mm -hmm. first sign of any indication then I can usually you know prevent it it, yeah Yeah.
1: well there you go so it's it's Ugh, it's so hard to not dive into the science of this because yeah. it gets me so excited about why <laughs> we need healthy food and why we need, uh-huh. you know, local bacteria from local farmers markets yeah. and all of these things. Because the histamine response in your body happens in your gut first.
0: So hmm. your
1: mucosal lining of your stomach, uh-huh. your genitals, all of this stuff, um, that's all connected. That's, you know. That makes sense because... Um, Yeah, it's a mucosal lining.
0: There's certain foods that will. I can I can tell that my sinuses are getting just from drinking milk. Yep. Or eating, you know, certain foods, I can already feel, and it's just something that I deal with. I'm like, you know what? If I want that glass of milk, I know it's going to
1: cost me exactly. Blah, blah, blah. An allergy pill or yes. a headache or yeah. something, right? Yep. Yeah. And that's cognitive dissonance, too. But, but, and, but <laughs> to that, I
0: say... I'm being honestly, cognitive dissonant. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a <laughs> rebel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so I am, too. And so that fiery side of me. But also the... The spiritual teacher in me wants to say um, that everything requires balance. sometimes that glass of milk is worth the allergy pill or the headache yeah, you know yeah. because it brings you a little bit of comfort or some joy sometimes mm-hmm. it 's not just okay to have the brownie sometimes you just eat the freaking brownie <laughs> like, <laughs> and don 't beat yourself up right, about it because right. like nothing in life is that serious, right. really, when you get down to it, like the brownie 's probably not going to kill you and um, it's going to bring you some comfort and joy yeah, uh, yeah. for a, a second or two. And as long as you're aware of what you're yeah. doing and that you're doing your best, like eat,
0: yeah. eat a brownie. Just got to suffer the consequences. Y-
1: yeah, I mean, but <laughs> yeah. But also, like, don't think about the consequences for once and just eat the brownie and be happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just be
0: happy. Just, do it. <laughs>
1: just Life do is it. short. Life is short. You never short. know when you're
0: going to end up in the hospital. <laughs>
1: is it, yes. Losing
0: two pints of blood.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so... I have noticed a little bit more of like that (laughs) after (laughs) (laughs) after that. Because life is short. And man, sometimes it takes you being slapped in the face and reminded like Uh life is short, you silly goose, and you should just enjoy it.
0: Enjoy, definitely. Yeah. Now you mentioned sound baths. What is involved in that? I've so seen you sitting around with these big bowls what's in those bowls
1: uh nothing is in the bowls sometimes I really? put water in the bowls um, but that's really for my own practice and my clients but um so they are crystal quartz singing bowls and mm-hmm. they are tuned uh, to c d e g f a b mm-hmm i' and my partner, Devin is going to correct me on the order that I just recited those (laughs) notes, but that, um, those notes also correspond or they have frequencies, right? Mm -hmm. So the biggest bowl that I have, uh, is associated with your root chakra, which is at the bottom of your spine. And then they go all the way up through the chakras to the crown. Mm -hmm. Um, At the top of your head. So in yoga, we, and honestly in Christianity too, in the Bible, they, they often mention not often, but, um, the seven temples inside the body, seven churches, seven seals, Mm -hmm. all of those things. We have seven chakras, um, in that are energetic wheels or Mm -hmm. centers in Mm -hmm. the body. And so those bowls vibrate with the frequency of optimal health for those energy centers.
0: So when you do this sound bath thing, are you like surrounding somebody or you're sitting on one side of them or are they um, lying down and meditating or how does that work?
1: So I use yoga nidra and with the sound bath. And so mm-hmm. yoga nidra is um, a form of what is being what the trendy folks have called or uh, non-rest deep sleep. Uh, mm-hmm. N-R-D-S, something like that. And... um with the meditation and sound bath, uh, so I am stimulating their ocular nerve mm-hmm. with my voice, right? But also whenever I am binaurally uh, tapping these bowls on the left and right side, mm-hmm. I am stimulating their vestibular system at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then I am regulating their nervous system by increasing body awareness through yoga nidra. So mm-hmm. it's, this, it's this force to be reckoned with whenever it comes to... Um, the tools in my tool belt like when mm-hmm. somebody comes to me at their their lowest low and I often do crisis intervention and management um, uh-huh. for people uh that is the tool that I pull out first and it just so happens to be very very popular and you know like mm-hmm. cool how, but how I've been long, doing it for years
0: how long does one of these sound baths take
1: um I can I do them up to an hour uh-huh. um but it depends on if you're asking me if um so for a group I do them mm-hmm. in 30 minutes or an hour. Uh, for clients, it, it really depends on, you know, them and where they're mm-hmm. at and how long they need it and whatever.
0: So how do you determine how long they need something?
1: So it's just by understanding um, body language, really. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the teacher that I had that taught me Ayurveda and how to read doshas and the different energies, the doshas, the gunas, and um, right. <clears throat> then apply those uh, energetically. Mm-hmm that allows me to be able to to have the discernment to realize when someone is comfortable, when they're uncomfortable, when they need to be Mm -hmm. uh, feeling some of the things that they're trying to avoid. And um, so then I gauge based on Mm -hmm. that. So if somebody comes to me just absolutely all the way frazzled and they are just stressed out to the max or Uh something terrible has just happened, guess what? You're probably going to get 15 minutes of movement and then 45 minutes of sound bath and meditation to regulate your ass Uh back down and then we can talk about your problem but I'm going to regulate you first (laughs) so so that it seems more manageable to me even and that's another example of being like selflessly selfish right I want you to be calm so that I don't get worked up
0: (laughs) you are being selfish there Krista
1: yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> Maybe a little bit, but you'll feel be- you will feel better.
0: <laughs> so next Wednesday, you're participating in the virtual getaway, uh, and you're doing the sound bath thing.
1: Yeah. So um, this past Wednesday, I did um, a sound bath here at the Crazy Water Hotel for the people who work here because oh. I I love you know this hotel so much, and I love. Um, growing alongside it uh, Uh and using it as a metric for my own growth uh, because of that first week that I lived here. Um, And uh, next Wednesday is my day. Uh, Rose interviewed me at Pav Yoga, Uh and Allie was gracious enough to let us use the studio. And um, we just did a little mini sound bath, and I was so nervous for some— I've taught to hundreds of people at a time. (laughs) And I have, you know, traveled uh, nationally at least Uh uh, uh and had speaking engagements. And this interview for Mineral is because I love Mineral so much, Uh and it means something different to me than— Than what that did, right. I was so nervous, <laughs> and it's just Rose. That's I've crazy. known her for three years, and um, I was nervous, and uh, but anyway, yeah, we just did a little. I think it was eleven minutes uh, uh-huh. for the sound uh-huh. bath, and then a short little interview, and yeah, she's so sweet to highlight me as um, something to come do here in Mineral Wells.
0: Well, you know, we're we're hoping to get that designation for Mineral Wells, the the yep. wellness capital, Yep. which it started out as a health resort, so. Right. Even the second year after the crazy well water, the well was dug, Mm -hmm. that second year they were already calling it a health resort. Not the city. And what year was that? 1882. So the crazy well was dug in 1881. Mm -hmm. And then the town was laid out that year. Now, Mr. Lynch has dug his well a year before Mm -hmm. and discovered the health healing properties, but the information got out people started coming and then they started digging more wells so in 1881 the town was laid out and Mr. Lint started selling off part of his 80 acres to people and and surveying streets Oh, yeah by the end of that year this is just crazy by the end of that year they of course there was no train there and, and this is before cars there were Wagons lining the road between Weatherford and Mineral Wells full of lumber. And one newspaper reported that there were 10,000 feet of lumber delivered every day.
1: Aren't you a, a hobbyist historian, or are yes. you actually a historian? Well, I'm a hobbyist historian. A hobbyist historian, <laughs> right, yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I have been, y'all, I just need y'all to know that I have been to Kelly's house and inside of her uh. library. And it is extensive and very, very organized. And uh, she knows so much about history, Um, uh, the history of Texas small towns and the history of Mineral Wells. It is quite impressive, Kelly. And thank you for preserving those stories and telling them again, because, wow, they deserve to be told. Um, Mineral Wells has been a place of healing Mm -hmm. for over 100 years. And we're sitting here drinking crazy
0: water ourselves. uh, Right
1: now, in this present day, right here, right now. And then that brings me back to the subject of time. And is it relative or not? We'll continue that conversation another time, but, um, yeah, it has been this place of healing for over a hundred years and here God put me, Mm -hmm. um, after literally during one of the lowest points of my life, um, to be healed so that I may heal many, many, many,
0: many people have come here in the past to be healed. Yes. They came from all over the United States, yep, because they 'd heard about the healing properties of the water, yep. now they claim things like it could heal cancer and all right. this stuff, which was not reasonable, stuff. but there are minerals in the water that are helpful to the body yeah. so
1: and I would say present day it 's more than just the water that 's healing people yeah. these days it 's the community it 's the yep. the sense of belonging, and and it 's people like
0: you that understand the food and and herbs. Or helpf- helpful to the w- to the body. Yeah, so it helps the water. Yeah, <laughs> it helps
1: us be able to absorb yeah. the water whenever yeah. we are and eating. And I, I right have food. found
0: out so much about water. It's not just a matter of keeping your body hydrated to keep you alive but my gosh it it helps i mean i have dry eye but if i drink the water all the time if i keep myself hydrated my eye, my dry eyes don't bother me yeah, as my, much my it clears your sinuses i mean it's my just water goes
1: away yeah, yeah it's just
0: water but it's
1: it's important to lubricate your whole gum body so it's not just lubrication it's electricity it's uh, the minerals uh, yeah, the, the electrolytes yeah. inside the water what are you helping got? your brain and nervous system conduct electricity to perform your physical tasks
0: Got magnesium, Carol, calcium, potassium, potassium,
1: potassium sulfate. That print's so it, so it tiny. It has uh, lithium seventeen. Lithium, uh, yeah. So bicarbonate is sodium bicarbonate. There's calcium, magnesium, potassium. Uh, the pH is 8.2 on my four. Silica is 15, zinc 53. Now, the important one that I know more about is lithium. Uh-huh. Yep. So lithium um, has about 15 different types of lithium. Um, but they did this study in water um, municipal water supplies in Japan uh, mm-hmm. that were deficient in lithium versus the ones that were plentiful in lithium and the water re- reserves uh-huh. that were deficient in lithium had higher suicide rates, higher rates of depression. Oh my! And then the townships that had, or townships because they had to do like closed studies, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the townships that had access to water that was uh, lithium plentiful. Mm-hmm were reported happier. I mean, they had almost no suicides, no depression, you know, lower anxiety rates. I'm drinking more of this crazy water. You should, yeah, Carol, again, um, you can hire me to be a brand ambassador anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I am always selling this stuff. Well, it tastes it's so good, good too. You. And you know yeah. what?
0: It's, it's alkaline. It's 100% alkaline. Mm-hmm. So many people buy pills to put in water to make it alkaline or they put these expensive filtering systems on their taps. Yeah. To make alkaline in here and you just buy it in a bottle. Yep. <laughs> yep. I love it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And actually, you could go down to the crazy company, the famous mineral water company, Yep. and just take a jug in there, yeah, a five-gallon
1: thing in there, and have it and filled up. And they'll fill it up. Yeah. For like, it's not even expensive, you always yeah. It's like 7 they just charge you like I guess they just charge you <laughs> per quarter per gallon. Yeah. Uh, you can refill a crazy water five-gallon jug for $7. It's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm so spoiled to it. I don't know how... I don't know if I'll ever hit the road again in my professional career, um, especially because I love mineral so much. But I would need cases. Yeah, you'd
0: have to take cases. Long, I would need cases. Didn't? Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I was actually in that H E B commercial yeah? thing that Carol uh, that featured Carol uh-huh. Elder for the. For HEB, and uh, she was so kind enough to invite the people, or the women, who Uh are so active in the community, representing these different aspects of wellness and uh, promoting wellness. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I had a little cameo at the end of her feature. (laughs) I'll have to go back and look for that. Yeah, You can just see my red hair. I don't talk. Isn't
0: there, um, isn't it great when you walk through a grocery store and you just see bottles and bottles of crazy water? Yes. It's just awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anywhere I go, if I see
0: that in the grocery store. Y'all can't see, but I have... Uh, a the, wee bit crazy bag. I have bag. one of those. <laughs> I, have I have the crazy
1: it. bag. I have crazy shirts. I have um, all of the uh, insignia. And let me
0: tell you, when I before I moved here, I had, I was living in Red Oak, and I went to the grocery store, and I was always buying Crazy Water, and I was, I had a, a Crazy Water pullover. Mm-hmm. I had a Crazy Water cap. I can't remember what else. But anyway, I happened to walk into the grocery store with, with several Crazy Water items on I had all this Crazy Water. In the. I don't know why the woman thought this, but she asked me if I worked for the Crazy Water oh. Company.
1: <laughs> no, but... <laughs> But it's, it's different. It's crazy Mm -hmm. when it's a product you believe in because, and brilliant because it's water and we need it every single day. So, uh, it's just a really easy one to have faith in. And this is not a paid ad. No, we just actually uh, love it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Although, although, you know, we wouldn't mind a little bit. No. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's funny. But yeah, truly, we, we weren't going to talk about crazy water today. We're both drinking crazy water. Yeah. So, we as we were just talking about a second ago. The city is trying to get state designation to establish this as the capital of wellness and health. Again, as it once was, maybe not as a health resort. I don't think that's the word um, terminology. Yeah, just wellness capital. Yeah, the wellness
1: capital of yeah. Texas is the designation. So they've we're been going doing these us.
0: crazy wellness retreats, and mm-hmm. you've been a part of that yes. Here recently. Yes. So what was your part in that, and how did they did they Was this a natural thing? Did they just say, hey, we know Krista would be interested in this, (laughs) or did you hear about it and approach them?
1: No, uh, Mindy Muncy uh, got me in on the committee whenever everything was still in its development stages. And since the very beginning, you know, I was a very strong advocate that we should be using local practitioners Mm and highlighting local people and local businesses as a part of these immersion um, weekends, and they were gracious enough to hire me as a local practitioner to do the sound baths as well mm-hmm. uh, for them. And then um, Dustin Strong,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, who is um, a holistic nutritionist, and he uh, does a lot of work with, um, what is the name of that brand? Anyways, it's a vitamin brand. I can't uh-huh. remember it off the top of my head um he he and his team just fell in love with the sound baths and you know mm-hmm. went on and on and on about it and um so they just made me a part of it uh, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been an honor and we are still very much in the development stages of these immersion weekends and mm-hmm. we are listening to what not only the tourists want but mm-hmm. what the local economy wants and what the right. local wellness economy needs and um, we have some really cool things planned for the future uh, mm-hmm. immersion weekends, which is going to be very exciting. And so, I uh, my involvement is very much <laughs> uh, uh-huh. as uh, as a practitioner and then as uh, just a, a committee member and a citizen of Mineral Wells. Is
0: this an all day thing or a two day, three
1: day so thing? It's an, um, it is immersive, so uh-huh. um, that would be. It starts on Friday evenings, uh, and then there's you know a lecture and a demonstration, and then to bed, and then. Saturday Morning again mm-hmm. from you know, I think the time is 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. You are doing mm-hmm. things and implementing mm-hmm. practices the entire time so that it sticks, which is a really great way to help your body remember mm-hmm. um, and to kind of separate yourself from that cognitive dissonance and disassociation, right? Mm-hmm. So the immersive experience allows participants the time to implement the practices that they're right, learning right. and then also see the benefits of it, um, right. you know, first person. So um, we we did the last one on April 10th and 11th mm-hmm. um, here at the, well, it's at the Crazy Water Hotel and then at Clark Gardens and we do some stuff with the Bistro and. Oh, Oh, yeah. I thought it was all in one location. No, 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 no. We want want total immersiveness in Mineral Wells' Mm -hmm. culture, Mineral Wells' businesses, Mm -hmm. um, because we are a a place of healing. Mineral Mm -hmm. Wells is a place that people have come to for over 100 years to Mm -hmm. be healed from all sorts of things. Weariness uh, from the world being probably the first one. Yeah. So we um, we made we designed the weekends to be immersive, where the participants are from the time they wake up until they go to bed, mm-hmm, participating mm-hmm. in um, wellness activities, and uh, we send them on their way on Sundays. So is there any like massaging that kind of thing, or is it? So it's um you know it's breakfast, it's education about the nutrition for mm-hmm. the things that you're eating for breakfast, and then mindfulness uh, practices mm-hmm. around eating, <clears throat> nutrition coaching. Right with Dustin Strong who's the holistic nutritionist and um, then Paseo which is Spanish for you know a walk after you eat Um, I think it might just be Spanish for walk but anyway Hmm. so it's um, it's mindfulness it touches on the four pillars of wellness which is like sleep, mindfulness, uh, nutrition, oh the carols are gonna be so mad at me, Um, sleep, mindfulness and breathing breathing hey that's kind Breathe. of important too oh. how did you forget that uh, it's, i don't know it's literally tattooed on my hands so i right. don't forget well no wonder <laughs> you need it there i do oh wait it's breathing it's breath <laughs> that's right i'm breathing right now i forgot you um, know, that's kind of an important reminder a lot yeah. of people they stop breathing yeah yeah, uh, and actually, stress disrupts your breathing yeah. pattern, and you can get a breathing pattern disorder from stress and trauma as well. And I'm a practitioner of that, and I forgot breath. So yeah, it's one of those fundamental it's common thing to do. Yeah, you yeah. know, most for the most part, you don't even think about it. Exactly, yeah, exactly, until you
0: do. think. <laughs> until <laughs> you suddenly realize you can't breathe.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh wait, yes, I inhale, <laughs> exhale. It's on my. It's tattooed on my body.
0: Uh-huh. Maybe I need. To I do got that it too. <laughs>
1: My clients and I joke about that yeah. all the time. So,
0: um, before we wrap things up, is there anything that, I mean, I can't imagine because we've talked about so much, yeah, yeah, but is there anything that I haven't asked you that you'd like to share
1: with everyone? Um, so I just have more coming, you know, um, the next steps are inviting people out to where I live and, um, taking them on nature walks and learning mm-hmm. about wild foraging, uh, And then the very, very next thing is I will be offering some scratch cooking classes and some classes on, you know, reducing your grocery bill and Mm -hmm. how to just be a better advocate for your health and wellness. You Mm -hmm. know, and reclaim some of that autonomy and sovereignty Mm -hmm. over your being, over yourself um, and, you know, implement practices that make a dang difference in Mm -hmm. how you feel. And I know that because I'm living it.
0: So where can people find more information about what services you offer?
1: Uh, You can always find me on Facebook. Um, I am about to switch it over to like a public figure profile, I Mm -hmm. guess, probably, so that people can just follow along and... Um, so Krista Sanders, you can just look me up on Facebook. I'm a regular old person, and I used to have a media company and a There's manager. There's nothing regular
0: about you, Krista. No.
1: <laughs> well, I used to have a, a media company and a manager that you would have to, ah. go, to uh, go through to be able to get to me. Right. But um, that I am just me now, and um, I don't have to. I have autonomy and sovereignty over that, too. And you can just Yay. look me up on Facebook. And actually, if you go to the Underground Apothecary Business page, I think you can even call me. So <laughs> I'm on, on like Super. WhatsApp. Yeah,
0: and text as well. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on our episode today. Thank you
1: so much for having me, Kelly. Yeah. And Thank you just for also being, you know, somebody who sees me, you know, because you mm-hmm. we met at a really cool yeah. point in my journey, yeah. and um, yeah. I'm just so very honored, and I feel so very yeah. uh, special. I feel like
0: we came to Mineral Wells at the same time, even though, you know, we didn't arrive here yeah. to live at the same time, but... We were kind of exploring the town at the same time. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, so yeah. like you said, you were one of the first friends I made here.
1: Yeah. And just
0: sitting down at Pasta Finas having a meal. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, we're both women in this town who want to be involved and want yeah, to see the town yeah. grow, and uh, that common denominator, that's a pretty strong bond. Yep. Yep. So I'm very grateful to have met you, Kelly. Just Thank very you so much for having me on.
0: Just very interested in moving here after I... Like you said, getting to know the pe- place and the people. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So. Maybe we'll get
1: to tell that story uh, on another episode then. Yeah, because that's that's another one worth telling. It's just the community by yeah. itself.
0: Yeah, I think we talk a little about, a bit about it on just about every episode because yeah. it seems like most of the people I talked to aren't from here. They came yep. to Minerals and they had reasons, and they're all very similar reasons. Yep. It's just amazing. No, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's just like we were all meant to be here. Yes. Like, what is going on? I mean, it's, it's almost the like magic. The, it's almost like the mashed potatoes in the... In, have you ever watched the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. All these people are... They're sitting down at tables. Draw, they're Well, this one guy, the lead character of the show, is, is making this mountain out of... Uh, mashed potatoes, and other people are also seeing this mountain, and I forget, I don't know that they're all making them out of mashed potatoes, but they're like drawing. Oh, they're all making a mountain, But they're all thinking about this mountain, and they're drawn to this mountain, I can't remember the name of the mountain, I can picture it in my head, and they all end up just (laughs) being drawn to this mountain and and driving (laughs) out to this mountain, and they're all brought there by these aliens that are (laughs) (laughs) landing, and then they...
1: New episode. I'm telling you what. Are we?
0: <laughs> A UFO episode. But I mean, it's just like they were drawn and they didn't understand why they were being drawn to yeah. this area. And they ended up being invited onto the spacecraft by the aliens to represent. So hold
1: on. Yeah. Have we been actually abducted?
0: Maybe <laughs> have we, we have. Been beaconed here to Mineral Wells.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It. And it, Dang it started
0: with us drinking this crazy oh, water. It's in the water? <laughs> That's right. The more water I drink, the more compelled I felt to come to Mineral Wells. And to do good
1: things for it. Ah, it really is the crazy water. It's a trap, people. It's a trap. (laughs) They just want you to feel good.
0: (laughs) Okay, honest folks, all we're drinking is the water. Yes. We may be sitting in Rick House Brewing, but we're only drinking the water. Sincerely. We have photo evidence. (laughs) That's right, we do. We do. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, bye. Thanks for listening, y'all. Be sure to like this episode and follow the podcast so you don't miss the next one. You can also follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and now on Pinterest. a topic you want to talk about? Something you want to hear about? A question about mineral wells? Email me at insidemineralwells at gmail.com. Find me anywhere you listen to your podcast or follow Inside Mineral Wells on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or insidemineralwells.com.